Talking about ETF is like talking about people. There are good ones and there are bad ones, said Jack Bogle. What he meant is that not all ETF will give you a good return, so choose wisely. Hello investors, welcome back to another episode of Learn to Invest podcast with your host, Bearded Investor. Uh, in this week's episode and blog, we are going to look at the next investment type, which is funds. Uh, when I say funds, either of the two will come to your mind. One, exchange traded funds, ETFs, or two, managed funds like investment trust or mutual funds. They both have their similarities as well as their own differences. We'll look at that in, in a minute. Um, but what are funds? Whether it is an ETF or a managed fund, all you have to remember is a fund is a collective investment. When I say collective investment, uh, what I mean is that it means the money pooled together from various sources can be invested in uh, multiple asset classes, uh, such as it could be a company, um, whether it's a private or public, or it could be in real estate, or it could be in bonds, um, it could be in commodities, or it could be in gold, silver, and it could even be in a particular segment or sector of companies. So funds essentially could be invested in pretty much anything which has a potential to grow in value. So that's why there are so many different funds available for us to invest. But what is the purpose of a fund? As an individual, you can invest in a handful of companies. When you do invest in these handful of companies, you have to do your own research to make sure that these companies have potential to grow. And also you have to monitor them to make sure that they're not varying off from their goals and objectives and so on. This could be challenging for many investors, which essentially could put them off from investing itself. Even if you say um, you overcame this challenge by learning how to research these companies, you are still restricted to only a handful of companies. In those handful of companies, you may not have picked the winner of the growing sector. Instead, uh, you could have picked the wrong company, uh, which could potentially go bankrupt because of some fraudulent activities. Um, you, don't, you don't have a crystal ball to foresee that future. This is where a fund can come in handy. A fund would have invested in multiple companies in a particular region or a particular index or could be in a growing sector. By investing in these funds, you don't necessarily have to pick the winner because the winner may well be part of the fund you have chosen, whether it is an index fund or a sector or a regional based fund. The other advantage you get is the diversification. By choosing various different sectors or funds, you slightly mitigate the risk of picking wrong companies. And uh, one final advantage, uh, which is great from my view, is the ability to get exposure to various regions. Um, sometimes you may not be able to get full access to invest directly in a particular country or a region. By investing in a fund, you get that exposure. So these funds are one good way to get a good diversified portfolio by region, sector and asset class. So what's the deal with exchange traded funds and mutual funds or investment trust? The main difference is that one is passive, the other one is active. So exchange traded funds or ETFs, uh, which is very famous in recent days, is a passive investing. 
to say when you invest in FTSE 100 or S&P 500 index tracked ETF, then what you're doing is you are buying a piece of 100 companies or 500 companies in, in the case of S&P 500 listed in that particular index at that time. So as the index doesn't change that often, you are not buying or selling these companies that often either. And even if there's a change in the index, the company which manages the fund would change the ETF accordingly for you. So there's very little you have to do when it comes to investing in an ETF. And that's why it's called passive fund or passive investing. With a mutual fund or investment trust, however, you have an investment manager who look after the fund actively for you. And that's why it's called active investing. So when I say actively manage, what they're doing is they are buying and selling companies based on their funds, objectives, research and analysis. So they could be dropping a company from their fund if they believe it is not going to perform really well. Or they could be buying a new company in the fund if they believe that the company is going to outperform the market. So this is the major difference between the two when it comes to how they operate. But there's always pros and cons when you compare the two. Uh, an ETF is well known to carry low cost, meaning the cost of holding the fund is much lower than the most of the managed funds. The manager charges high fee to manage the fund actively um, and these fees could, uh, could be really high that it may even eat up the returns made from the fund itself. There is even an argument out there that uh, investing in an index fund is better than investing in a mutual fund or investment trust because of the fee structure. Uh, but managed funds also have their pros. In a managed fund, investment manager is expected to have good market expertise uh, to gauge market cycles uh, and research the companies and so on to adjust their fund according to the market conditions and their findings, which does not happen in an ETF. Then an ETF, as the name suggests, exchange traded, uh, they are easy to buy and sell over the exchange. However, a managed fund can only be bought or sold at the end of the day, uh, even if you uh, place a sell order in the, in the morning or in the afternoon. Um, as only at the end of the day, a net asset value is derived for the fund. Um, so if you placed a sell order in the morning, when the net asset value is derived, uh, your sell order goes through for that particular price uh, which has been set. Um, so which one would you choose uh, based on what you just heard? The choice is ultimately yours. Uh, you do need to consider a few other pros and cons uh, which I have put together in my website beardedinvestor.com um, where I look for the blog post about funds. That should help you understand a bit more about these two types of fund. Um, so essentially you choose based on what works for you. Uh, you can even choose to have both the type of investments in your portfolio. Uh, I personally do this. I have both of them in my portfolio. Uh, the way it works for me is that I pick a managed fund uh, where an expert knowledge I think may be required. Uh, for example, if I want to invest in a country, I look for a manager who have potential local knowledge in the country which could help outperform the local market index. Uh, but the manager again uh, can underperform the market or could even lose money for me. Uh, but that's a risk I'm willing to take. 
Um, so I do not generally agree with the argument that ETFs are better than the managed fund. They have their own pros and cons and you have to use them accordingly. Um, so that brings us to the end of the podcast. I would like you to read the blog about the funds because I couldn't cover some of the information in this podcast, which I covered in the blog. Uh, so I would highly recommend you to read the blog in my website, bedadinvestor.com. Um, so you're not missing out on that information either. Um, so, so far, we have looked at investment types which are connected to the stock market. Uh, in next week's blog post and podcast, we will look at other different types of investment available for you to invest, uh, which is not essentially from the stock market. Until then, remember, you learn, plan and then you execute. Before I go, uh, I would like you to do me a favor. Uh, the reviews are looking very slim, so I do very much appreciate if you take two minutes to leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you guys next week. Take care. A short message for you. All investments carry some kind of risk. Just because an investment or strategy suggested in this podcast worked in the past doesn't mean it will work in the future. Investing can make you lose all the money you invested and even some time by trading or investing with the wrong product can result in loss more than you have originally invested. So before you make any investment decisions, you should do your own due diligence or consult a professional. I do not know your financial situation, so opinion I give may not even apply to you. So your actions are your responsibility and not mine. I am not liable for your mistakes. I would advise you to read and understand the full disclaimer in my website beardedinvestor.com. Good luck and thank you again for listening.